Good afternoon to you. It is Thursday, July 27th at 3.39, oh, oh, 3.49, 3.50 p.m. Uh, I'm Boiler Dowd, here to talk a little bit about Big Ten Media Day, uh, Media Days, pardon me. Hope you're doing well. Um, it's been about, what, four weeks since I, since I spoke to you last. Hope, uh, Hope all is well on your end. A um, lot to talk about. Uh, some things directly pertaining to Media Day. Some things just off uh, off the path, and uh, you know some other stuff we've just kind of picked up in the last few weeks. But before I do it, let me uh, let me say thanks to our sponsors. Uh, like I told you last uh, quick cast, um, sponsors aren't officially on board until football season actually begins, but. Uh, we're excited to have them as part of the Boiled Sports family. Uh, really excited, of course, AJ's. Go over to AJ's on Vine whenever you're on campus. Go to eatajs.com before you get there. Order something and then uh, enjoy it as I do. I, uh, there are a lot of things I like there. If you want to eat healthy, you'll grab the funnel cake uh, uh, fries or funnel cake sticks. Pardon me. Greg, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, hope you've been well. Uh, Greg and I've been interacting quite a bit on Twitter, and uh, a lot of a lot of stuff been happening back and forth. I'm actually starting to crank up the old Twitter machine or the whatever Twitter X machine, whatever you want to call it. Uh, thanks to Tom and Ted tuning in live. I'm sure there'll be a couple others, uh, but until until there's a bunch of us here, it's just our little. Uh, it's kind of uh, just a bunch of us sitting around talking about crap uh, that we've seen the last few days. If you're not lucky enough to be at home during the media days and you haven't been able to uh, get sit in front of Big Ten Network like I have, I'll give you some of my thoughts on what I've seen and you can uh, tell me I'm wrong in the comments below or on Twitter, wherever you want. Um, but uh, I think I didn't talk about our other, uh, our other sponsor yet, uh, Homefield Apparel. Head to homefieldapparel.com, enter Boiled at checkout, get 15% off. I'm super excited that I have some gear coming that I ordered. They had a big Purdue release a couple, what, a little over a week ago or a week ago tomorrow. Pardon me. No, almost two weeks ago tomorrow. Um, and uh, stuff's really cool. Uh, I've got some things that you're going to make fun of, uh, and I'm not going to tell you when I wear them. Uh, but uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh I love the underdog. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. I love the underdog, but you're going to have to look for how that works into the show and my apparel in the next few weeks. But I do have some home field gear coming, additional home field gear. I had a couple things I bought uh, before uh, they were on board as a partner with Boiled Sports. But uh, now that it's official, uh, I'm pretty excited to, to break out some of the home field stuff. Um, so let me tell you what I saw at Big Ten Media Day. We had a good discussion, a sidebar discussion, the other uh, Boiled Sports fellas uh, talking about our thoughts of the media. There's a, a, there's a bit of a, uh, I don't, I don't want to say a problem, but there's some, some people in the national media that are struggling a little bit with Gold and Black having the tie-in with um, Purdue's NIL, um, what do you call it, um, that the NIL relationship, um, and we started talking about the media, and we started talking about the media day and what all this means to Purdue and what all these relationships mean to each other. One thing you're going to see at these media days, number one, is that it's a, it's a dog and pony show. It's a beauty contest, however you want to say it. 
Guys are rolling out. They're saying the same things they've said for years. Of course, we don't have that because Coach Walters, this is the first time he's been in this position as a head coach, first time he's been on the big podium. He's very at ease. I said that when I got to meet him a couple weeks ago, um, and he looks like the same guy here. But, man, he, that dude can dress. I'll tell you what, he, he looks more sharp than anybody on the Big Ten Network it's still on right now. Um, Tom Allen, of course, is speaking to uh, the Big Ten panel right now if you are in front of a TV. But, um, yeah, Coach Walters, uh, I mean, he looks like he could suit up right now. He's in great shape, but he can dress really well. Enough of my crush, um, but I'm going to move on. But we talked about the media, how they cover things. The first one is how they covered Northwestern was interesting because you didn't hear any difficult questions really thrown at the interim coach. Can't remember uh, uh, what's uh, Braun is his name. Uh, Braun already in a little bit. Well, not, there's no hot water there. It's already boiling. The pot is already boiling at Northwestern. New problems keep coming up every other day. They didn't give him any hard questions. I thought maybe that's an agreement with the Big Ten Network. They said, hey, don't bring that stuff up. It's not his battle to fight. He obviously didn't have Northwestern players there to talk about the things that have been going down and been releasing uh, slowly via the whistleblowers or whatever. And then you had Northwestern's athletic director on with Dave Revson. Dave Revson, of course, is a Northwestern grad. He has vested interest in many ways in Northwestern. He tried to ask some difficult questions of Northwestern's AD who answered nothing. So you learned nothing at all about the biggest story of Big Ten Media Day. You learned nothing. And if that was one thing you wanted to tune in to find out, well, good luck. It's not happening. Northwestern also hasn't addressed the media at all. They haven't sent out anybody uh, front and center about this. It's probably because, like I said last time I talked, uh, there's a lot of legal uh, advice going on. But this this is a microcosm, right? We we have also problems with Harbaugh right now. Harbaugh is, is facing a potential suspension for the first four games of the season for not cooperating with an NCAA investigation. Harbaugh was asked about that by The Athletic, I think, one of the national uh, outlets. He didn't answer it, said he couldn't. Uh, You had the stuff that's happening in Minnesota with P.J. Fleck being a cult of personality, demanding people applaud. Not only applaud, but applaud him loudly when you walk into the room. No surprise to hear weirdness coming from Minnesota and P.J. Fleck because he's a weird dude. He's a guy that really does need to be the center of attention. If you've ever been to a game with Minnesota playing, he runs up and down the sidelines with his tight pants, directs people to come see him. It's all about him all the time. So hearing those stories, they weren't that surprising. I don't think there's anything that's even close to fireable there. Further, Minnesota people love P.J. Fleck. But he got asked one question. So you saw one question to Harbaugh, one question to Fleck. Fleck got very pissed off at the question. He kind of fired back, said it was all an analogy he addressed one part of this bigger problem that's happening at Minnesota with him as in the center of it. But he addressed one. He got very mad. And he pretty much said it's all an analogy. Well, let's be real honest, PJ. Everything's an analogy with you. Every time he speaks, it's an analogy. The whole damn thing he's built on is rowing the boat. He's a good coach. I'm not going to take anything away. I can't say it's easy to win nearly 10 games a year, which he has as a head coach. He's a good coach. The gimmicks get a little old, get a lot old for people like me, and the personality, just watching him peddle his snake oil on things like the Big Ten Media Day get really old to me. And so the Big Ten Media, the whole point is they weren't going to push P.J. very hard. They, they One question really set him off, okay? And then you saw the 
um, the panel. They weren't going to push him hard there, and they don't push people hard. They're not going to push people hard. Um, it got us into a bigger discussion at Boiled Sports about what the media is allowed to ask, what should they ask, does local media, um, meaning at uh, university, do they go after the hard stories? Well, I think we know the answer to that, right? A lot of this is based on the university letting people in as much as they can, as much as they feel like letting them, controlling the story as much as they can. Is it bad? Is it unusual? <clears throat> I think it's bad. Uh, Jay Money thinks it's horrible. I think Anisha also, Michael, Dave also think it's bad to different levels. But it's also kind of part of the game, right? If you're going to have a major story break about a big scandal or a scandal at all, it's generally going to be broken by someone on the outside who got a tip and they had to start doing some hard investigating and they didn't have any vested interests. The people that are covering Purdue on a daily basis, the people that are covering IU, the people that are covering Michigan, so on and so forth, cannot burn that bridge down. And you have to understand that because all these universities, all these SIDs, all these athletic departments have to tell the story and they, they have people they want to let in because they understand and they trust them. Is that true media coverage? No, we always call it state-run media. But okay, so that's, that's just my two cents on what's happening, what has happened in the greater scope in the Big Ten Media Day. The biggest story is the Big Ten Media Day, of course, not being covered that much. Now let's talk about the more fun stuff. That was a lot of an intro. You came here to talk about Purdue, I'm sure. So let's talk about Purdue. First off, very noteworthy to me because I love this stuff. It's not that big of a deal. Walters hinted at new football uniforms coming in game one right away. Our old pal Teddy, who used to be a writer here at Boiled Sports, is now Boiler Uniforms, I think, I think um, on Twitter. You should, you should follow him if you don't. Uh, he's been talking about it. He's been keeping it under his hat. So he knew before uh, Walters hinted at it. Purdue has new uniforms coming, though. You saw, uh, and I think this is cool, they're bringing back the old Tiller era or a version of the Tiller era helmet. They're having a white stripe down the center, thinner black stripes, slight white pinstripe around the new ver version of the Motion P that Brom brought in with the black, thicker outline. If that matters to you, cool. If it doesn't, now you know. Um, uh, the other thing... Um, very, very important, another very, very important thing is uh, Coach Walters has not had the Purvis Burger at, uh, at Triple X. That was sad to me, and he says he, uh, I think he says, does it, does it find it appetizing or appealing? Does it find it appealing? That was sad. Uh, it broke my heart. Um, it's going to take a while to get over that. He will try it, I bet, and hopefully he loves it. If I mean, goodness. But you know what? If you stay in the shape that he does, you probably don't want to eat a Purvis Burger opens it's like a gateway drug then you start eating it all the time if you're on campus um one thing he said was interesting he wants indiana to be uh the center of recruiting he thinks it's very important for a state uh the local uh talent to come to a big university like purdue he thinks it provides a foundation for the program for important things culture that matter nothing nothing break uh nothing um shocking there um let's see he he said that the Tiller Tunnel and the stands will be ready by the game, first game. I think there's no doubt about that. Purdue has been very clear about this. There's never been any exception. Walter said he's been on the phone with everybody involved in the project. He's been involved with Babinski, just making sure, being, having assurances that the, the stadium is going to be ready. If you look, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see uh, um, that the stadium itself has commented on uh, this. You can check that out. But um, 
Yeah, stadium's going to be ready. I think there's good reason to be concerned about the turf just because it is really torn up. Uh, if you've seen pictures, there was a, a TikTok video in the last couple days that was released by just a guy who pretty much breaks into football stadiums during his travels. He got in there. You can see a better view of the field there than almost anywhere. Of course, you can look at the cam. I can't remember the link that shows the field, and it's been covered with uh, plywood and things, so heavy machinery can go over it. The, the field is torn up, but the stands are coming along. So that's really, really good news. Other thing that uh, Coach Walters talked about, which I thought was interesting, is he uh, intercepted Coach Harrell twice in college. <clears throat> I thought that was a very interesting sidebar. He wanted to bring that out at media day, kind of kept that close to the vest, but I think that's a pretty interesting sidebar. Let's see. Um, uh, the players and Walters alike say the locker room has been great. He says it's been exemplary. Um, the energy's been high. The players love his en energy, say it's a different place. When I talked to Hudson Card and uh, Gus Hartwig, they said that before. This is weeks ago before the, uh, this media day. Said the same thing. Sure, they're beating the drum, but they're good at it. Um, let's see. At the media day, you had Sheffield, uh, Nusi Kang, and Hudson Card, good representatives of the program, um, two longtime vets, and then, of course, Card, the transfer in. Interesting note, if you didn't know it already, Hudson Card completed 70% of his passes last year at Texas. Uh, six TDs, just one interception, and nearly 1,000 yards, just under like 998 yards, in case you didn't know that. Um, if you want to do a quick search on YouTube, uh, I highly suggest just go looking at, at, at Hudson Card highlights. I bet the people here live have seen these because you guys are the diehards, but if you haven't done it, I really suggest it. It's very, very fun to watch. Shows you a lot what he's about. If What I see more than anything with cards, obviously, he's deadly with his feet. He can extend a play, and he keeps his eyes down the field. All really, really good stuff. Um, finally, uh, it's energy. Oh, okay. One more thing I want to talk about was basketball. Uh, Purdue's nearing its European tour. If you haven't been paying attention to the updates there, uh, there's some interesting tidbits. Um, probably all stuff you've heard, but I'll just reiterate them just in case. Um, the scrimmage is coming up August 5th in Mackey Arena. They have tickets for sale. I can't go. I've got a family thing that day. Hope you can go. If you go and you're a regular and you follow us on Twitter, uh, let me know what your firsthand uh, account is. I know Greg's going uh, in, the, in the margins over here. Greg said he was going to go. I saw that. Um, so I, uh, I would appreciate that. I mean, I'll, of course, follow and read whatever I can about the scrimmage. I'm sure there'll be some highlights, some videos, but tell me your first-hand account. That's all good stuff um, because I think, number one, I think it's going to be – they still haven't gotten air conditioning in Mackey. If you guys want to tell me I'm wrong, I'd love it. Uh, yeah, Greg says he's going good. Um, but I still don't think there's air conditioning in Mackey. Maybe I'm wrong, but I still don't think there's air conditioning in Mackey. Um, and so it's going to be hot as blazes. I mean, last time I was in Mackey for one of these was a couple years ago, and it was – I think at least 720 degrees and humid in Mackey. So um, if you're braving, braving that, that's awesome. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Zach, the Purdue fan, I just saw it, says, how many coins do I have in the Fleck Bank? Dude, it's full. I put so many coins in the Fleck Bank. I've, I've earned my way in there. I've got a savings account. I've got... Uh, uh, I've got a 401k in the in the Fleck Bank. I've got a, I'm good. So if I walk in, Coach Fleck and I, we're pals. Um, another thing about Europe, interesting, of course, that, and I don't, 
I mean, I don't think I've addressed this because I haven't been on very often. One thing is, of course, Zach Eady is going to Europe. He is not playing for Purdue. That leaves opportunity to see a, a totally new look Purdue without Edie as the centerpiece. You'll get to see a lot of Trey Kaufman Wren. Um, you'll get to see a lot of uh, uh, different different offensive looks. But um, and the other thing that's really interesting, of course, is Matt Painter is not going with the Purdue team. Matt Painter is going with the uh, USA Select or whatever they call it, just like Edie's going with the Canada Select team. Or I, I don't know if, about the terminology, but they're both going. Painter is going to be coaching. Uh, an assistant coach on the USA, um, I think the, I think I'm right. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, the main USA team that will be playing actually in the same pool play as Canada, um, that Edie will be playing for the the men, the not uh, not the college or the um, U19 or whatever. I think it's the full team. I think I'm correct. Um, but anyway, um, so that's about it. That's that's noteworthy. And uh, we're getting ready. We're getting closer to kickoff every day. Uh, let's see. I think that's about all I've got for you. Uh, Big Ten Media Day, it's, it's a nice thing because it's a marker, right? It really shows you, okay, we are getting close. Uh, if you watch for hours on end, like I have the last two days, like I'm still watching right now, you may learn a, a nugget here and there about a, a team, an opponent, uh, some player that has a, has a great you know, human interest story. But generally, you're not going to take away a whole bunch. Camp opens, I think, in a, what, a week and a day or something like that. Um, and that's when we start feeling like we're getting even closer. Again, the things you're going to hear, the things that come out of camp are going to be controlled. Purdue does not have open camp uh, under Coach Walters. I think there'll be a couple of days where the media is allowed in there during drills. I don't think they're going to be showing a lot. I think Coach Walters believes in the power of um, – uh, having the advantage of not letting everybody know what you're going to do. The only coach we've seen in modern memory that had completely open, open practices was Coach Hazel. That went great. So I guess this is this is a pretty good this is a pretty good uh, way to go. So we'll see what's gonna what's gonna happen. But um, there's a lot to be excited for, and you can almost smell that real football's on the way. I got a couple comments on the side. I'm going to react. Greg McManus is here. Like I said, Ted Ted Berkey's here. Uh, Tom uh, Headington's here, hammer down, boiler up. Um, Zach, the Purdue fan, like I said, he's got some funny comments on here. Uh, long time no see. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and then, let's see, uh, Dylan. Dylan is here. And um, how you doing, brother? Uh, I think Dylan has been hosting his own uh, podcast, successful podcast, um, and, uh, and really, really just tearing down the boiled sports empire in the process which like, I, I've, I told you, I think it is such a great time to be a Purdue fan because there are so many podcasts. If you want to get that itch scratched, there is a thing you can turn into about once a week, twice a week, three times a week when we get rolling into season. Lots of good uh, people. I think Bragg's in the stands, another one. There's, there's a lot of good content out there. Um, but none of that content, except for this one, has this, is, which is the reason I think you tune in. So, uh, Mohill93, uh, our, our pal who goes to road games is here. This is great. Um, but, yeah, Dylan, we're all pals. We know that. All fighting the same fight. We're all on the same side of, the, side of this battle. So, but thank you. I am near 20 minutes. So, mission accomplished. I have wasted your work day. You're almost near the end of the work day. Uh, it's 410 uh, in, on the East Coast and then all the way to the Midwest. And, uh, 
you can mail it in from here out and you can just go to the water cooler and talk about all the all the things that you've seen at the Big Ten uh, Media Days, if you'd like. Uh, Nathan Anderson's now tuning in. Um, and he's here for the handsomeness. Thank you. Um, let's go, brother. Um, but uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a great day. I hope you are uh, not melting. I hear it's hot outside. I have not been outside in a few hours. Um, hot, humid, looks like it's rained here in central Indiana. Um, so stay safe, gosh darn it. And when in Mackey Arena, stay hydrated. God bless you. Hammer down. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.